All right, and we know we know who it is, the one and only Joni Mitchell, who won an award last night at the Grammys. But this was a modern Grammys because it wasn't just about music, was it? It was about living and dying within the industry. It was about controversy, but it was also about war and Ukraine. President Zelensky speaking to the Grammy crowd with his usual emotion and a targeting at our heart and our values, the likes of which we've never seen. Here's how it sounded. We defend our freedom to live, to love, to sound. On our land, we are fighting Russia, which brings horrible silence with its bombs, the dead silence. Feel the silence with your music. Feel it today to tell our story. Tell the truth about the war on your social networks, on TV, support us in any way you can, any but not silence. And then peace will come. To all our cities, the war is destroying. Chernigiv, Kharkiv, Volnovakha, Mariupol and others, they are legends already, but they have a dream of them living and free, free, like you on the dream stage. There relating it to us, whether he's speaking to Congress, whether he's speaking to Parliament, and there he's speaking to the Grammys, the nominees, and the whole audience around the world. Eric Alper joining us live here, publicist and music commentator. Eric, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Eric, what a moment, too. I mean, there he didn't let down. He seemed to really slather it on because it was an audience that knew the meaning of using sounds to make us feel something, and he did not miss that opportunity. How do you think that landed with the the Grammys and on the Grammys? I, I think it's one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen in my life when it comes to award shows. You know, the rumors were that that he wanted to speak at the Oscars, and either they couldn't make it happen or the Oscars turned them down. But in either case, it fit the Grammys because whether people like it or not, music is political. The act of making mm-hmm. art is a political statement, regardless whatever side of the fence you are on in terms of party politics. But the ability for him to appear and tell people to use their voice. You know, we've seen these long drawn out speeches of hugely self-important actors and actresses and musicians over our lifetime, um, you know, talking about issues that are near and dear to them that fall on deaf ears. This will not. I think that this opened up a lot of eyes and ears um, for people who don't know what's going on over there, who you know, live their lives and get their news from social media, which is a large segment of the population that happened to be following the Grammys. It's people who live their lives on TikTok and Instagram. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But when the when the Grammys partnered with Global Citizen for their stand up for Ukraine campaign, they knew exactly who they were targeting. They were targeting the eight to 20 year olds who are following BTS and Justin Bieber and Olivia Rodrigo to stand up and take a stand and do whatever they can and tell artists that, in fact, they do have a voice and they need to use it. All right. And it wasn't, you know, there we have Zelensky. We also had the Grammys going ahead, haunted by what had happened at the Oscars. You could not separate the two. As you mentioned, Zelensky wanted to speak at the Oscars, the slap. And that was also part of the drama for the Grammys. They didn't let it go. And I don't think they should have. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, with the Oscars, it, it was probably the wrong moment to have him on there because after yeah. he did his speech, John Legend took the stage and performed a new song called Free. And he was joined by the Ukrainian poet and refugee Lubia Kamachek, along with a Ukrainian um, musician, Susanna Ilgin and Mika Newton. Now, you could not have that kind of um, gravitas at the Oscars. You could just have the speech and everybody would clap and then you would go on to the next award. I think with the musical side of it, watching BTS come from South Korea, mm -hmm. turning into a $5 billion juggernaut for the economy there, Justin Bieber coming from Canada, so many people coming from the UK. Um, you have somebody, um, you know, you just just in, in the very nature that you have John Batiste nominated for 11 awards and walking away with five with an album called We Are with a song called Freedom, that changes people's perception of what music can do. That changes people's lives the next day when they go out and they buy John's album and it starts to hit them that this is some pretty heavy stuff. Was some heavy stuff, and we came in with Joni Mitchell. She got an award for a historical album, and just lovely to hear her voice there. And as you're mentioning, we had Justin Bieber, we had Drake withdrawing. Canadians are all over there, even if they're not there. Yeah, for sure. Jo uh, Joni Mitchell won for the best historical um, album for Joni Mitchell Archives Volume 1, the early years, 1963 to 67, for those scoring at home. Um, she has opened up her vault for the general public, and you are going to see a lot of box sets coming from her in the next little bit. And The weekend won, even though that he kind of, you know, did a little bit of a boycott towards the at uh, the grammys um he won because he is featured on the kanye west track that ended up winning the best melodic rap song so yeah avril lavigne gave out an award Joni mitchell was there um pretty good night for canadians all around alex cuba won for the best latin album so good for him and a tribute to taylor hawkins as well who is uh, dead and died under terrible circumstances what we're learning and yeah it's the perfect place the grammys to tribute to pay tribute to people's art form not how they died yeah, yeah for sure and that was not only did the grammys do about a minute and a half um collage of all the great moment of taylor hawkins being on stage smiling bare-chested looking like the greatest kid in the candy store um but billy eilish when she performed her song happier mm -hmm. than ever she wore a t-shirt with taylor's name on the front of it uh, uh, uh on the back of it and, and a picture of him on the front so i think that was really really cool of her um i mean you know there are so many music fans that performed last night olivia rodrigo 17 years old was expected to clean up win all the big four awards with album and song of the year and record of the year and best new artist she walks away with best new artist and two pop category awards um and uh you know silk sonic a, a, a duo that nobody thought was going to win really anything even though that you know bruno mars and anderson pack especially in the case of bruno mars legendary performer has won a ton of grammy awards walks away with single of the year and record of the year among um two other r&b winners so you know good night all around is uh, just seconds left but they seem to hit all the notes and we always ask that question after awards it has to be more than just a, a schedule it has to make people feel away 
Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything else other than what they wanted it to be, which is essentially, and Trevor Noah said this in the beginning, a concert with a bunch of awards handed out. You know, there was no political or there was no disruption with certain categories being really upset that they um, that their genre wasn't televised like the Oscars were. Um, they put the, the Grammys put the spotlight on folk and roots and even gospel coming in and out of the commercial breaks, having performances from some of the, the, the big performers for that style of music. So it seemed like they did everything correctly. They kept the speeches yeah. really short. They only mentioned the slap once and, uh, you know, no controversy, which is, I think, the way that the Grammys want to do it. Let the music do the talking. All right. Eric Alpert doing the talking publicist, music commentator. Thank you, Eric. Take care. Appreciate it. Thanks so Thanks so much for having me. We'll talk soon. All right. A short break and we will return. Politics, elections, goodies, all those things. Don't go away for Jeff MacArthur this afternoon. I'm Arlene Bynum. and we'll be back right after this. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.